As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very spooky. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Not really, at least. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Campfire Stories. We're bringing Corinne up here in just a second, and we will get the evening of spooky stories. And I brought her up, my spooky co-host. Hello. Good evening. The one I am codependent on. Hello. <laughs> on each other, really. It's not, it's not a one-way relationship here. True. What would we do without each other? Um, this app is so cool. Corinne and I were just about to join. I mean, we were tempted. We didn't because we have this. But there was a room <laughs> about love is blind. And Corinne and I had spent a little bit of a while ago just talking about it. We signed on here. We're like, should we just join that room? We have so much to talk about, but we won't do it here. No, because this <laughs> is about the paranormal. This is for ghost stories. Yes. Yes. Haley said, love is blind. It's, it's just chef's kiss. Agreed. Agreed. Hello. I'm, I love seeing everyone come in. I hope you're having a spooktastic week, um, hopefully sans ghosts. <laughs> only Maybe. stories for the evening no active spirits in your home um, but if they are this is the perfect place to come tell us about it yes this is campfire stories corinne and i are the hosts of two girls one ghost podcast which you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts and we come here every week i'm sure a lot of you have been here before so you know what this is but if you don't and you're new here welcome, welcome. Uh, we basically invite people up here to share ghost stories and together we get spooked, we cry, we are 
heart warmed. Um, All the and things. sometimes we conspire and make stories even scarier than they need to be. Because that's the fun of telling ghost stories. That's why it this is campfire is. stories. It's like, you know, this is what we picture. It's like us just sitting around a campfire, us at a slumber party. And this is the natural thing to do is spook each other and tell the scary stories and add on to them. Exactly. Um, I will say another great thing to do after these stories or, or, or this room is closed is to go on to our podcast feed because we post these a few weeks after they happen. And I will say listening back to the the campfire stories that we've done in the past, I get so much more details or it, it's like listening to it all over again for the mm-hmm. first time because you learn so much more when you're like focused on the audio because half the time I'm also reading the chat. <laughs> which are, so it's fun to listen back as well. It is really fun to listen back. Also, we've noticed that when we listen back, we often find EVPs. Mm-hmm. In the one that I posted last week, which was Campfire 14, there were two big EVPs that I heard of. I put it in like the uh, episode notes. So if people want to go back and listen, but I, it, both times there was like a weird whispering happening over someone speaking. Isn't it was that clearly so weird? Not a background noise. It was not one of us speaking over each other or our whoever was on stage it was very clearly something else this is one of those things like I feel I'm almost glad that it's happening because I feel like you and I Sabrina when we've recorded our podcast two girls one goes we've had a lot of experiences or like had some occasional EVPs or odd things happen and I think it's easy for people to I mean I don't think our listeners think this of us, but I think it would be easy for people to be like, Oh, maybe they edit that in for spookiness or something. But like people get to see it live here. Yeah. It, this it's is truly raw. happening. It's a group haunting and we're all witness. Yes. This is how the real life ring happens. And it all happens on campfire stories by joining. You have seven days. Remember? You, oh, I wish you were in your Samara costume right now. That was my favorite. Just Halloween for costume you. You've ever done <laughs> aside from Voldemort. Oh, good times. I know. What am I going to do next? I need to do something spooky. I don't know how you'll trump it, but we'll see. Okay. Well, it just feels like it's time. It's time to bring people on stage. (laughs) Okay. So here's the 411, you friends, you fools. I don't know. You phantoms, whatever you are. We are going to bring people. Didn't my dad say that we're all campers here? Oh, the campers. We're the campers. In this, I feel like, yeah, we were on a little camping trip. We're campers and we're about to tell ghost stories. So here's the 411. We're going to bring people up. I'll tell the two people in a a row who are going to come up next and we will bring you up. You'll share your story. Try to keep it around five minutes just because we want to make sure we can bring as many people up here in the hour, the very, very short hour that we have with each other tonight. But of course, that is that. And now I'm going to bring up Alexa. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Caitlin. Hello. Hi. Whoa. Alexa, you were the quickest to unmute I think we've ever had. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. I've met, this is my first time on green room. So (gasps) first one being picked. This is awesome. I'm such huge fans of you guys. Oh, Oh. thank you. Well, I love your (laughs) profile image at the Stanley Hotel. Yes. So I have um, two ghost stories. One is from the Stanley 
And then an, the first one is a past life story that I sent in back in like 2018. But um, when Corinne was talk, when you guys did the past life episode, Corinne talked about Brian Weiss. And uh-huh. I recently started getting into my craft and I've, I get a lot of information through dreams. And um, so I'll share the past life story first. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Okay. So I did the Brian Weiss thing, but I had this wicked, wicked night. Oh, wait. Uh oh. Can you guys still hear me? Okay. Sorry. My alarm went off. Um, so this past life story, I had a, I had a really weird dream. So I am in, I was in beauty school and I was picking out a place to do a micro, a microblading class. And one of my choices was Chicago or Los Angeles. And so um, in my dream, it was like in the 1970s. And my friend, um, my roommate at the time and I were at this like American Airlines kind of like show off their new planes, kind of like carnival thing. It was really weird. Like there was food stands everywhere and the planes were like super old. There was two of them and they were Boeing planes. And so it was just basically like this festival where they were showing off their new planes taking off and everything like that. So my roommate and I were supposed to be getting on to the second plane and we were supposed to be going to Chicago O'Hare Airport. And the first plane takes off and it's a big like passenger plane, like a Boeing plane. And it takes off at a 90 degree angle goes up into the sky and then explodes and no one is like doing anything like no one's running around or screaming they're just kind of doing their thing and uh, so Taya and I my roommate we um, are supposed to get on this next plane and I just had a really really bad feeling and um, we got onto the plane and then I just had this um, like voice telling me to get off the plane and my roommate was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, we need to get off like right now, like right, right now. And so I tell the pilot and the plane, the plane doors were like bus doors. I don't know. That's kind of weird, but they were bus doors. So I <laughs> it's a dream. Him, yeah. I told him, I was like, let me off this plane right now. And so he opens up the doors and I tell my roommate, I was like, we need to run as fast as possible. Like right now, just don't ask questions. We need to run. And so we start running and then there's like 200 passengers like on this plane. There's children. It was like, I just had this bad feeling and it went off and one of the engines like on the wing, like came off and it started like spinning and it immediately crashed and blew up. And I woke up like right after that. And then I just had this insane feeling to go on the internet and I typed in the deadliest plane crash in U.S. history. And um, the first one that came up, it literally scared the shit out of me because um, I have the screenshot from when I screenshotted the Google and it says American Airlines flight 191 lost control and crashed immediately after takeoff at Chicago O'Hare (gasps) International Airport on May 25th, 1979. Its number one engine had been severed on the runway. It was the deadliest plane crash in U.S. history, killing all 271 occupants and two people on the ground. And so I was like, <gasps> the two people were had to be Taya and I. Like, there's no other way to explain it. Oh. I have chills, like, even talking I about it. I have chills on my scalp. Yeah, I don't think same. that's ever happened A before. Tingle. Yeah. Like, the full body. 
Yeah, it was literally insane. I texted my mom right away because she's totally into this stuff too. And she listens to you guys also. Shout out, mom. Um, (laughs) And she was like, wow, like that's insane. And so like I said, I did the Brian Weiss um, um, past life regression about six months ago or so. And I was laying down and um, it talks about starting from like the womb and then childhood memories. And then you get into your past life. And I, it snaps into my past life and I'm getting married at a church in like the sixties. It's like this wooden oh church with this guy. And then it's, and then it zaps and I'm on a plane, but I'm a flight attendant at this point, but then it snaps again. And then the view that I see is a plane crashed and I'm looking up from the sky. And then I just got so freaked out that I had to just like open my eyes. So, and I, I, I like flying, but I'm just, I always just go with the worst possible thoughts ever. So that was one of the weirdest past life stories or experiences I've ever had. It it shook me. And I, I like definitely think I was in a plane crash at one point. (laughs) I mean, I think you were too. (laughs) I know for, for both of these experiences to happen and for them to line up and for your own research into it to essentially back what you felt you were experiencing and seeing. Do you feel like, okay, when you were going through these flashes, when you're doing the the Brian Weiss thing, did you see yourself, like what you looked like in your past life? Yeah, I I saw myself and I saw my husband and we had like two kids. And then all of a sudden, like it was, I remember him perfectly. He had like dark hair. We were in a church. I was in like this 60s wedding dress. I had curly hair. I was wearing a turquoise flight attendant uniform and I could only see my feet in that view. But I saw like the bottom of the dress and my feet and then it just zapped and it was the top me looking down at the plane on fire on the ground. Whoa. I don't know if you'd ever want to do this, but I'm sure there's like a f- record of people who died on that flight. Yeah. I'm I, curious yeah. if you'd be able to like find a photo of your past life. Right. I've I've definitely tried and I've looked up a lot of people on different flights that have crashed. Like I spent like a couple hours trying to find uh-huh. um, obituaries of people, but it's there's just a lot of plane crashes and unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be kind of hard, but I'd definitely look into it more. So yeah, that was the first past life story. And then the second one is at the Stanley and it's pretty short, but we went also on the ghost tour. It was me and my boyfriend and we stayed the night there too, which is a good thing, but we didn't stay at the night that we did the ghost tour. It would have made it entirely more creepy. (laughs) Um, But the first night that we stayed there, or the only night, we were in the lodge because I guess they were doing renovations in the main building, which was kind of upsetting, but it was still really a good experience. We were on the third floor of the lodge, and my boyfriend had forgot his bag in his truck. And so um, I don't know if any of you guys have been to the Stanley, but the windows outside on the third floor, there's a little roof for like a little ledge of the roof. And then the bigger roof is on top of your window. So you could easily like um, see out to the parking lot and then there's easy access to the roof and that'll come in later. Um, So he didn't bring a key with him. So he told me to watch out for him through the window. So I knew when to let him in. And so I'm watching for him through the window. And then I ended up just doing my makeup because I get distracted. I was doing my makeup and I hear our our doorknob like rattle as if like someone's trying to get in. And so 
I was like, oh, it's my boyfriend. He like forgot his key. I just didn't see him. And I opened up the door and there was no one there. I looked down both sides of the hallways and my boyfriend is like locked outside the outside door. So like still outside from this fire escape. So it was like, um, this happened. And so there was that little thing right there. And then we also had something like fall in our bathroom like right when we opened the door and then like closed it. So it it could have just been like the door closing, but we also didn't have like anything in the bathroom that we had already set out to fall over, I guess. And then the ghost tour, Sabrina, you talked about how they handed you dum-dums and like you could, they turned out the lights. Well, so I had actually asked my tour guide, I was like, one of the girls that I listened to on a podcast was on this tour and she said, you guys use dum-dums. Like, are we going to be doing that? And he goes, no, we switch between like a spirit box and the dum-dums. And he's like, we'll be doing the spirit box. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's the Lucy's room, which is in the, the concert hall. So we're in the basement, we're in Lucy's room and he turns off the lights oh, and no. Yeah, it was terrifying. This sounds way scarier than the lollipop in a hand. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And there's like a little door at the back of the room where all like the fire um, or the water heaters and stuff is. And that's where my boyfriend and I were standing. We were behind the whole crowd. And so he turns on the spirit box and he's, he's like, Lucy, are you here with us? And there's not really anything. And he's like, Lucy, if you're here, like go ahead and say something. And then the spirit box just goes, hi. Oh my god! (laughs) There is a guy standing next to me, and like we can't see each other because it's dark. And he had taken like all these pictures, and he was just like, "All of my pictures are deleted." Like in the middle of the session, he was like, "All my pictures I just took of this whole entire tour are gone." So all of his pictures were wiped, and so he continues to talk to the spirit box, the tour guide, and he asks how many of you or how many spirits are in here with us? And then there is a man's voice that goes 14. I was like, there's only like 20 people in this room. And you're saying there's like 14 spirits in this room with us. Then like we're in the back still. And my boyfriend feels a little tug on the back of his, on the back of his jacket. Oh my gosh. It was awful. And then there was like so many things that happened to so many people. Like he had so many pictures to like back it up. But the creepiest thing that he told us, and I'll end with this, um, the creepiest thing that he showed us and he told us was someone had um, wanted a picture like in front of the door that we were standing by. And when they looked at the picture, like over a few months, um, they always check you, tell you to check your photos after a few months because sometimes stuff will magically appear. Yeah. And- Really? Oh my God. I'm going to go through all of my camera roll of every haunted place I've ever been. You need to, you need to, I didn't know that either, but they told us to do that. So, um, so he's showing us this picture and this guy has a picture taken of him. And in the back, there is a figure of a girl. Her hair is soaking wet. It's black and her eyes are black. (gasps) She's blue. Her skin is blue and she frozen like frozen and wet and, and that's like that's the story of lucy yeah yeah i know and I, I was so shocked and like we were all just like what the hell because do you have this photo i'm they usually keep them in like an email and they'll only show them on tour but if i can find it i will definitely email it to you guys 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just a like little girl in the back, like teenager, just kind of like, she was kind of looking behind someone's shoulder, that guy's shoulder, but she had dark blue skin. Her eyes were black. Hair was like wet, soaking wet. And she was just kind of like, you know, sitting there watching. I don't wow. know that I want to see the photo. It's <laughs> scaring me. It, <laughs> I do. It definitely scared the shit out of me when he saw that. And I didn't want to be in that room for much longer after that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, yeah, you're right. It's good that you didn't stay at the hotel that same night. Yeah. We thought we actually made the ghost tour the night after we stayed. So we could <laughs> talk so about, <laughs> we could talk about like our stories and stuff, but um, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, I Alexa, so many the, thoughts. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where do I even start? I still have like questions about your past life and then this and I, yeah. yeah. Such a fun way to start the episode. I Going mean, back to blonde, scary, but... the past life for a moment. You know what is so interesting? I feel like oftentimes when I think about past lives, for some reason, I think that there is this like hundred year gap between your past life that you had and then the one that you live now. But Alexa, it sounds like this was presumably this was very recent if it was the plane crash that. Yeah, I was, I was shocked. It really did scare me for like days. And of course I watched Final Destination. So that definitely could have played a fear because that movie still freaks me out to that day. The whole plane crash scene in general. Yeah, it was, it was very real too. It felt like I was, I was there. And right after the explosion happened, I woke up and I was like, what the, what the frick, you know, what the frick. And so I immediately just Googled it and that's what I saw. And I was like on the toilet freaking out. I was like, mom, mom, you have to look at this, look at this right now. <laughs> Would you ever wow. consider doing another regression? Oh, for Catholic sure. Regression? I've, I've done two already. I love doing them. It's just hard for me to concentrate sometimes, but yeah, I, I like, I'd like to do as many as I possibly can to try to learn some stuff. Have you You're only done them on your tr- own? Like, I wonder if you could do like a professional led one, maybe that will help you focus. Yeah. In my town, we actually have um, a Reiki healer and a past life regression um, kind of counselor. So, and I've thought about going there. I'm just not sure um, how all that works, but I will definitely email you guys if I decide to do that and let you guys know what she says. Yeah. Wow. And let us know if you can find that photo from the Stanley. And then you can label the email saying, for Sabrina's eyes only. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, I can't open it unless I... I'm brave enough. So yeah. it buys me time and then gives Sabrina access to what she's looking for. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I will, I will totally do that. Wow. Thank you so much, Alexa. Thank you so much for picking me. This was so much fun. I love you guys. Oh, we, love, we you. love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Holy crap. Wow. Wow. Oh. I have so many thoughts. And also as we were talking to Alexa, someone in the chat, Grace, I should say, told us that she sent us a haunted item to our P.O. box. What? Okay, well, what is it? I need to know because I have the P.O. box. Okay, I'm bringing her up just for a second, and then I will bring up Caitlin, as I promised. But, girl, Grace, you got to explain yourself. Yes. Grace. This is making me a little nervous. Like, what? Okay, what can, <laughs> okay. I'm Hi. so sorry. Hi. What you have you me? done? Okay, listen. It's not clickbait. I'll keep it quick. Okay, so um, I cannot remember which 
episode it was, I had like emailed you guys and everything, but it was the story about Cropsy on Staten Island. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Corinne, you mentioned you the farm colony and like Seaview Hotel. Do you remember that? Crit mm. <laughs> and I are both looking at each other like, what? Stop. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> We this isn't even black out everything. But if you give okay, us like well, a quick sentence, we'll we'll ha- yeah, we'll okay. have to re-listen to the episode. Okay, I can't. May- I swear, maybe I just got too excited. But you mentioned Cropsy and the dude, whatever. Anyway, so the Seaview Hospital it was an old like tuberculosis hospital that was built in like early 1900s or something. I went to New York to visit my sister. Of course, I was like, let's go somewhere abandoned. And so (laughs) my dad took me. um, There was like one entrance in, one entrance out, this little tiny rectangular hole in this massive like seven floor hospital. So I went in, you know, looked around, whatever. As I was coming out, there were all these files on the floor, just like rotting, yada, yada, yada. I picked it up and like left with it because I wanted to take something. Um Anyways, it's old, like, medical reports of um, uh, x-ray reports. So, like, patients who had tuberculosis or, you know, whatever. But it's old, and it has people's names on it, and it's, like, a medical report, and it's from that hospital. And I had a bunch of them, and I was like, I don't need all of these. So I sent two <laughs> to you guys. Okay. And what? Um, I forgot to get, like, a tracking number and Wait, my no, I just went to the P.O. box yesterday. Is it in a folder okay. that says, like, do not bend or, like, fragile? Yes, or because me and, like, my I haven't opened it yet. hate each other. Yeah, so I was, like, convinced he had thrown it away or something. But, yeah, it might not be anything. I wrote something in there that kind of explains it. So even if it's not haunted, I think it's still something cool to have. That is cool. But, I hope it's not but haunted. But, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure someone has a good story. (laughs) Okay, Okay, this is amazing. Sabrina and I were just talking about how we want to start posting the mail from the P.O. box, like on our Instagram stories to like highlight all the amazing like artwork and cool things people send. So watch over the next week because I'm going to open this mail. Yeah, my dad was like, well, maybe they're worried about like a HIPAA violation. And I was like, dad, this, no. It's too old. <laughs> Anyways. And honestly, if they were concerned, they wouldn't have left them, like, scattered about like that. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, knee-depth of oh my God. files. I just grabbed one and ran. Anyways. So, wow. Yeah. Thanks oh, for boy. bringing me on. Thanks <laughs> Sorry for thinking about like, things. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Grace. That's so nice of you. I'm so excited. Yeah. I want to, like, run and open it right now. But And I am glad that we brought you up here to explain yourself because, honestly, if we just left it at what you said in the chat, I think I would have been like, what the heck, Grace? I'd be like, what? Is, like, who's this person spamming us? <laughs> Anyways. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Wow. This is fun. reminding me of when, when – Remember Sabrina when we went to Nashville and then we went to the Bell Witch Cave? Yeah. And then one of our our sweet listeners also went to the Bell Witch Cave like the same weekend and picked a flower and sent it to us. And we were so scared that we were going to be haunted from the flower from the cave. So we wrote a note to the Bell Witch Cave like tours and sent the flower back. We were like, we didn't want to anger anyone. Can you please put this back in the field? 
we just, just never know. It's so funny because you and I tempt fate so much by doing this podcast. And like, if you think about it, there's, this is probably opening ourselves up more than anything else could, but we're so cautious and we're so concerned about getting haunted by something dark and evil that we do things like that. And yet we're just totally ignoring the fact that we do this. (laughs) I straight up use my crystal pendulum. That's a form of spirit communication. And yet I somehow am against Ouija boards. It's, you know, we don't have to make sense of our choices. No, there are our choices, and that's we'll leave it. And at that. No one can tell us what no to do. Does. But I am gonna bring Caitlin up. Okay. Um, also, and- Krishma said in the chat, "If you hear coughing one night, Corinne, you know what it is, and it's making me scared thinking about it." Being Scary. Haunted. It's not Brian. It no. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna bring up Caitlin, and then after that, I'm gonna bring up Emma. Look at Caitlin's cute cat. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, that's my cat. He thinks he's cool. I don't know. Yeah, What's he his looks name? Cool. I'm sure he is. Um, his his name is Loki. I have actually have two cats, but he's he fights his brother all the time. So <laughs> I like the way he's sitting. <laughs> yeah, he he thinks he's a human, so it's kind of funny. That's <laughs> so cute. Well, we're eager to hear about your paranormal experiences. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I have two. They're really quick, though. Um, the one's, like, kind of, like, sad but heartwarming, and then the other one's kind of creepy. Uh, which one do you want first? Happy. Okay. Sabrina so, always likes to end with some creep. I know. She always does. So in 2019, um, actually, on my sister's birthday, my grandfather passed away um he had like bone cancer so oh thanks he had bone cancer and stuff but he had it for a couple years and then like just a whole bunch of stuff happened and he unfortunately died on my sister's birthday which was really sad um but so a little bit of a backstory when we were younger um we used to go to my grandfather and my grandmother's house and they would do um like stockings for us for christmas and he always used to go in all the grandchildren's stockings. He would put these, like, you know, those gold dollar coins. Mm-hmm. So he would always put a bunch of those in there. Um, so that year after he passed, my grandmother did it um, to kind of, like, remember him by during that Christmas. And so, like, maybe a couple weeks later after uh, the holidays, I was just, I had the, my gold coins sitting on my vanity and my fiance was leaving for work. And then I left for work. And when I left, he left before me. And then they were on the thing, on the vanity. When I came back, my cat was just sitting on a couch cushion. And he got up. And underneath the cat, underneath the cat perfectly laid out was all the gold coins. Oh, my God. All of them? I know. Wow. Yeah, all of them. It was like, so there was five all together. So four of them were, were laid out underneath my cat. And then after that, my fiance came home and I know he didn't take any because he left before me. When he t- came home and he was getting changed, he took his sweatpants off. Another gold coin fell out of his pocket. Wow. This is incredible. Okay. I me, know. Did your grandpa really like cats or <laughs> I'm trying to I mean, like, figure out the order of operations. Like, did your grandpa move the coins onto the couch and then your cat was like, I see, I sit. And yeah, or was it like your grandpa knew your cat was going to sit on it? I don't know. <laughs> See, I don't know. I mean, they had two dogs. So but he liked my cats. He didn't particularly like have cats, but he liked them, I guess. But yeah, that was like, so crazy. 
And it makes me like tear up every time thinking about it. Um, because like, I like know he's like with me all the time and stuff. So it's really nice. Um, but yeah, that was, that was really crazy. My fiance and he like, my fiance doesn't believe in ghosts. Well, I mean, he kind of does, but he's scared of them. So he like, even he, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he really hates them. (laughs) But even he was like, what the heck is speaking of him? He was trying to call me. I'm Oh, I'm talking. <laughs> it is so funny because I feel like that always happens. Like people like Alexa before this had her alarm go off and she's silenced. But it always happens in like a moment where like you're hanging on to every word and you need to know what happens. So you, it feels paranormal. But yeah, it's the build up. And then I'm yeah, it, you're right, Sabrina. It feels paranormal. I'm like, what spirit what doesn't happened? want yeah. to say what she's got to say? Yeah, no, he always calls it the most inconvenient times. I don't know. <laughs> tell tell him you're busy. Um, you have... You're talking to a crowd. You're public speaking right now. I did. I was like, I was like, sorry, busy. Call later. <laughs> so, and then my second story actually happens in Cape May, with which uh, Sabrina, I know you're familiar with. Yeah. So, so when I first heard you guys and you guys talked about Cape May, I was so excited because my fa- I live in Pennsylvania, so my family always used to go down there for like two weeks during the summertime when we were little. Same. Little. Oh my gosh. I know. Place to go. I love it down there. I know. So she, so my grandmother and my grandfather would run a house and then this house, I forget the location, but I know we were there for like several, several years until they sold the place to someone else. So we used to go every Friday night, we used to go to Wildwood mm-hmm. just so like we can go on like the roller coasters and go on the boardwalk and everything yeah, like that. Yes. Yeah, so when we did that, um, one day we left like usual and, um, a different story for a different time. And I don't know if my cousin still has a picture, but this is the house where I took a picture of her and there was like two ghosts behind her caught on camera. It was like old, two old so fashioned cool. ghosts. I know one was in like overalls and like you could like faintly see them. It was pretty cool. And I think okay. she got rid of the photo, of course, but no. I can try well, to, I know I could try to find it. it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds so cool. That reminds me of like Jackson street in Cape May where they say a lot of people transport through time and they will see people yeah. in Victorian age clothing. Yeah. So I don't oh, know if for, it was these for overalls, Victorian age clothing. They yeah. Like I don't suspenders. know. It kind of looks like he was like, yes, yeah, suspenders, like kind of like maybe like old suspenders, like, I don't know, or even like mining clothes or something, but I'm not exactly sure. It was just really weird. Hmm. That's amazing. Wow. That's so cool. Ugh, I hope you can find the photo. <laughs> Me too. And so then, um, so that night we head out and we left like usual. We come back and um, there's like something like banging against like the door where the uh, washer and dryer were in. So like when you walked in that area, the washer and dryer were against the back wall, but you could still like move them. It had like a long cord and everything. And so we like walk in and we're like, what's all that banging? I come to find out the washer, like, or the, uh, yeah, the clothes washer moved itself in front of the door. What? What? Yeah, it was in front of the door. And then we also came in and the dishwasher was like running by itself. (gasps) Who's doing chores? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, good for them. But, (laughs) but the fact that they're moving heavy machinery is, yeah, is so scary. Like moving the washer is really scary. That, yeah, that's. I could never, I feel like I couldn't even move something, move a like washer or dryer out. Yeah. And it took like my uncle and my cousin here, both like tall, stronger guys to move it back. No way. Oh it was, it was, 
it was great. Lots of memories down there, but also very, very creepy. What were, I feel like what everywhere, were your everywhere rel- there is. I'm curious what your relatives' reactions were. Like, did they think? Well, like, well, like my family, like the the women in my family. Anyway, we kind of have a sixth sense, so we kind of were like, oh, cool, like paranormal stuff. But then, like, some people in our family, like, refuse to believe in it. So we're, like, we don't really talk about it that much. But, yeah. yeah. It's not, like, terrifying hauntings that you experienced in that house. But, but the moving of a heavy machinery like that is unsettling. Yeah. I never felt, like, anything, like, bad or anything. Like, I never got any bad vibes there. It was just very strange. Yeah. Wow. Maybe maybe it is just older spirits that are like trying to get a sense of what our new appliances do. What are these? Like, you know what? Back in mind, I wouldn't use these. You don't need them either. Ripping them out of the house. Yeah. Wow. Love a good haunted Cape May story. I know. All I can think of too (laughs) with the, the overalls or like the, the older clothing, Victorian era clothing is that it's just going to get so much harder to identify the period of time in which ghosts live based on how much thrifting people do these days. In yeah. the future, oh, that's so true, really yeah. Able to tell? That's a good question. Yeah. We should all just have like, a little, also like, now things like come back in time. Like, or like the 90s style like comes back. It might not necessarily be a 90s ghost. It could be a ghost from today. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see. We'll, well see I'm, what... I'm still committed to wearing my overalls. Yeah, so. maybe we should all wear overalls. I liked it. Wow, Caitlin, thank you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh, thank you. I've been listening to you guys since you first started, and this is great. I'm having so much fun. (laughs) I'm glad. I know I'm so happy that this that this happens. That like green room is an app, and we get to do this with everyone. Because I feel like we've had so many episodes where we've been like, oh, if only we could talk to the person who emailed the story, and now we get to do it. So this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I just love ghosts. Me too. Are you committing to overalls as your ghost outfit? Yeah. Well, I want to be buried with all of my overalls and oh, wow. in overalls and um, a big jean girl. Well, there's different types of overalls. There's like corduroy. There's I have these like really cute ones from Thailand. I don't know. I'll do an overall fashion show for you one day. Does this make you're making me think of, you know, how cartoon characters wear the same clothes in every single episode. And then when there's like a shot of their closet, it's like the same outfit (laughs) three times over. This is what I'm thinking of for you. It's basically just overall, 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 overall. Oh, oh my God. Maybe slightly different variations of them. Do you think that's like what it is like being a ghost? Like when you, I don't know if ghosts sleep, but when you wake up every morning as a ghost, like that is your closet because you only have one option. If I'm a ghost and I have a closet, it better be that freaking closet from Hannah Montana because I will accept nothing <gasps> less. Oh my that. gosh. Do you, okay. Do you remember? This is so random. On the, the Disney had like a game on the, on a website and it was about dressing Actually, it might have been it might have been Hannah Montana or it was Hillary Duff, but I can't remember. Either way, it was very fun. You could play around in the closet and take the clothes from her closet and match uh, her outfits. Let's bring that back for adult women and men because I think that that would be a fun thing to play. I don't need to be a child. I can be an adult and still I do that. I bet there are apps like that. I'll, we'll find something. I mean, to be real, I could just play the little kid version too and be just as happy. We should. But, okay, I hope there's one where it's like, you can put pictures of all your clothes in and it will make outfits for you. Oh, oh, I'm sure that there is. 
I feel like I, I've seen that. Miranda said that you're thinking it was Lizzie McGuire. You could dress Lizzie. Oh, Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire. Yes, yes, yes. That's and Haley, Haley said that if when she dies, she wants her ghost outfit to be a, a one of those like T-Rex blow up costumes. Oh, that's a good one. <gasps> Should mine be my Voldemort costume? Yeah. Oh my it? gosh. Okay, everybody in the people. chat, what's your ghost costume yeah. or, or outfit? I guess it outfit. It's not a costume. costume. Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Who did I say? I was going to bring up Emma. I'm going to bring up Emma. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Maisie. Hello, Emma. Hello, Emma. Oh, is this? Hello. Oh, there we go. Hello. I have to figure out how to unmute. Hi. Hi oh my hello. gosh. I was so excited when you chose me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about aliens. Um, yes. My, yes. <laughs> my family actually has a lot of history and backstory with aliens back to no my great grandma. So my whole family used to, when I was younger, joke, which also I don't really think it was a joke about how my great grandma would had disappeared for like several months. And when she came back, she didn't really remember anything. So they would joke that she had gotten abducted by aliens, but it wasn't really a baseless joke because also a lot of people in my family had alien sightings um, throughout their lives. My mom had once told me a story about how she went to her aunt's house in Oregon, I believe, and all of a sudden something kind of crashed onto the roof and they saw a lot of bright lights flashing outside. And all my mom really remembers is just everyone panicking and running around saying, oh my gosh, there's a UFO on the house, et cetera. And she didn't go out and see it, but because they didn't want her to, you know, get hurt or anything, but um, she remembers that super vividly. And several times, actually, when I was at my grandma's house, who um, is my mom's mom, I would be outside with my cousins and we would see this bright light in the sky, just um, slowly get brighter and brighter and getting closer and closer to us. And it would always freak us out. We'd run inside. We never really stayed outside to see what would happen because you know, your kids and that's terrifying. Um, 
And then even throughout me getting older, teenage years, et cetera, me, my mom, my younger sibling, we'd go to like the park or something at night, just riding bikes around town. Mm-hmm. And we'd see the That's same fun. kind of light in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> until, we, until the spark. <laughs> until, and, until aliens show up, you know, it's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Um, <laughs> and we would see the same kind of light in the sky, um, just glowing and getting closer to us. And once we actually saw it kind of dart back and forth and then all of a sudden grow and shoot straight up. So that was really creepy. And around the same time of my life that happened, um, I never saw one up close, but the exact same description of what happened to my mom when she was a kid, my best friend had called me like in the middle of the night. Um, and I hadn't really talked about our, my alien stuff and my family to her before I talked about my ghost stuff. Cause we have a lot of other ghost stuff in my mm-hmm. family too. We're all just haunted. Um, and she like <laughs> almost word for word described like the same kind of situation my mom, um, had when she was a kid. And I actually over the phone heard these weird like noises. And I, I don't know if it was oh. the aliens, like, talking it was like this clicking but not quite like a tapping noise and do you think it means the government knows that your family's been visited by aliens and therefore they're tapping their phone lines (gasps) oh oh my gosh well that's almost even creepy (laughs) to think (laughs) about not that they're they're listening my fbi agent is worried about my alien stories i guess um (laughs) (laughs) they're listening to this right now yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not, you're not being very secretive about it. <laughs> and the light, latest sighting I had before actually a couple months ago was still in high school at my old childhood house. It, I'm not sure if this one was a ghost or an alien, but it gave off aliens vibes to me. Um, I was sitting with my older brother in our living room and we had these big windows surrounding a fireplace and it kind of goes out into our backyard. And this orb of light just started darting back and forth between the two windows. Just like, it felt like something was watching us, but it wasn't, it was too fast to be a flashlight shining into my window. So that was weird. Um, And then all of a sudden the whole backyard just glowed like it was daytime and it was in the middle of the night. And then it shrunk back down to an orb and darted back up into the air. Like I had seen like a couple years prior. Yeah. And then finally I hadn't, nothing really happened that I thought was ghost wise, lots of ghost stuff in the past decade. Um, But a couple months ago, I live in this apartment in Florida. So lots of water and open fields everywhere, right? Um, It's a developing area. And I was parking my car. It was like three in the morning. I was coming home from hanging out with some friends and this green like asteroid flashed across the sky right in front of me. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. And it looked like it had landed in this lake um, or like flew right over this lake that I was parked in front of. And after, as soon as it happened, this orb started coming out of the lake, like the orbs I had seen prior and just flew straight towards my car. And I still had to turn the car off because yes, towards my windshield. Um, I still had to turn my car off because I had seen the green asteroid thing and I was freaked out. (laughs) So I just pulled right back out and I drove into a Wawa parking lot across the street from my apartment complex and just called my family like, what the heck? Another ghost thing just, or alien thing just happened to me. It's been so long. So yeah, that's all of my alien stories. Florida. (laughs) 
Yes. The last one was in Florida. Where were the where were the earlier ones? Um, all of my experiences were in California, and then my mom's experience was in Oregon. So oh, all so over the country. It really is just following. It's fo- they're following your family. I yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're the longitudinal study. They must have been fucking oh, you as a child <laughs> out of your crib, and now they have to watch, see what you do. I know. Like, please abduct me. Take me off this terrible earth. <laughs> What if, what you if they have, like <laughs> what if they have though? And you just don't remember that part of it. Also, my signal just got super weak. So everything you guys were saying was just super cut off and choppy Uh-oh. or it could be alien. Oh. Well, maybe it's best. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> I just said, what if they have already abducted you? And maybe they didn't want you to hear me say that. Or maybe, maybe we're getting too close to the crux of what's happening in the government. Okay, this is super creepy because like, as soon as you started saying abduct you again, your voice started <gasps> chopping off completely again. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so well then creepy. I'll ask it in a different way. Have you, did in any of these experiences, just because we've heard stories where people like, uh, know, crazy. Something, uh, so weird. Still? Yeah, you guys just keep cutting off, so maybe I just need to stop talking now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, we don't have to keep talking about it. (laughs) This is, But this is like, Sabrina, this is your dream, is to figure out how to get abducted and how to have aliens follow you. So Emma's your your resource. (laughs) I know. Okay, Emma, we'll have to talk offline. We'll have to get burner phones. (laughs) We'll have to get burner phones. There we go. I can give you all the tips to be to follow your dreams of being abducted. (laughs) We can make it a girls' weekend, you know. (laughs) Abductee sisters. My favorite kind. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, Emma, thank you so much for sharing. We have lots of questions, but it seems like the uh, either the aliens or the government don't want us to ask them, right? Well, now. and also I keep us so. updated because this sounds like it's not going to not not to be like spooky more, but it sounds like it may likely happen again in your life at some point. Yeah, I mean, if I have another story, I guess I'll email y'all finally. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many in my drafts that I need to just hit send on. Oh, do it. Do it all at once. Bing, bing, will bing. you will you just email anyway so that you and I can start a becoming sister alien sisters yes sharing okay. all the tips um <laughs> getting abducted can't wait uh, i'm looking forward to it amazing all right wow. thank, thank you, you both so much. Oh, thank, thank you for letting you. me share <laughs> bye so okay Dude, well julia in the chat said you want to get abducted i feel like she hasn't heard you sabrina talk about your desire to be abducted <sighs> julia it's really really complicated relationship um I go back and forth between wanting to and not wanting to. It's um, it depends on the day. There was like a, a while where I really wanted to get abducted because I just feel this like real strong connection and like emotional pull towards aliens. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we'll be friends. Um, but then we had an episode where we listened to a, like a video recording of a possible alien, alien abduction, and oh, I still gives had me the, chills the most severe like chills and heebie-jeebies I've ever had which made me not want to. But then I recently just went back to wanting to. So, oh, you know, yeah. with me. Yeah. The sound, you know what we should do? So we had posted that audio clip on our Patreon. Yeah. Probably like a year ago. We should, we should put it on our Instagram story so people can. Oh my gosh. We have to do like it. a warning before though. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone follow our Instagram and we'll do it sometime in the next week and a half. I'm going to make a note of it 
for myself. Oh, maybe we make a TikTok of it too. Ooh, okay. Follow us on socials. Where you can find oh my gosh, I just got like a weird ringing in my ear. You're making me nervous. See, this oh. is the problem. We spook ourselves more. Even if something <laughs> isn't actually happening, we're like, oh, oh my gosh, must be this. I mean, after the interference with Emma, I I don't know. I'm I feel like there's something happening. <laughs> Darkson said sister wives, but married to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Emma. Okay, I'm down. Sorry, Nick. Oh, that's hilarious. What if Nick is an alien? I mean, and I always say Leia is. I'm also cracking up at these memes, and it has a an alien twerking meme there's a lot of good good things going here okay wait who did you say you were bringing up next uh i'm gonna bring up Maisie. Maisie. and if we have time we will bring someone else but right now just Maisie. hello Maisie. hi Maisie. hello can y'all hear me yes yes did we awesome okay correctly? yeah that's it that's it okay. it's usually mazzy or Maisie, oh. but Maisie's it <laughs> Oh, Maisie, is it? It's not Mazzy. Yes, yeah. Okay. Normally people say Matt. Anyways, I have so to this ask story because is one like... of my friends once let me call her by the wrong name, wrong pronunciation for a whole year. So. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I relate to that. That like introvert. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this story is kind of interesting because it's like half like it could be a ghost or it could have just been someone like fully living in our attic. But I'm definitely going with like ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but okay. I basically moved into like this is a house I moved into like after like living in student housing. It was like my first place with my friends. Um, and it was kind of just like a little punk house. Like we all just lived there and like had shows there and it was really cute. Um, but also terrifying. Um and when I first moved in there, uh it was just me because all the people moving in were like out of town. Um and I, it was like alone in this house was like the creepiest place in the world. And my cat was like with me, but she was like not acting normal at all. Oh. Um, and kind of like that was like a pattern was like our cats like did not like this place and would just like constantly do really weird stuff. Like in the middle of the night, just like stare at the wall or just like hide in like really weird places like in the attic and just like not move. And it was just really creepy. But that was just the beginning of it. The first like really scary thing that happened was just one of our friends had just gone grocery shopping and they got orange juice and they left it in the fridge and then everyone was gone from the house like no one was home but when someone got back home the bottle of orange juice like had like half spilled all over the floor but then was still like sealed and had a cap on and was like put back on the counter and we we're like oh that's really weird maybe like I don't know Maybe one of our friends did it and doesn't want to like fess up to spilling it or something. But later that night, <laughs> someone knocked on our door and it was just my friend home alone. And they answered the door and it was this lady, this older woman. And she was like, hi, y'all. So I, I used to live here before. Oh, my God. And, you know, my my like nephews or I can't remember who was like her like son-in-law or something like she was like, well, sometimes like. You know, they were tricksters. Like, they like to, like, sneak back into the house and, like, hide. And there's, like, secret passageway, like, that leads to, like, the basement. <laughs> and we were like, what? what? This is terrifying. Um, my friend was, like, home alone, like, when this happened. Just, like, this that random lady, like. absolutely horrifying. I would never want so to be horrifying. alone ever again. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even think my cat wanted to be alone there. Aww. And like, now I understand why. <laughs> so luckily she does not live there anymore. She's much happier. Um, but all kinds of just creepy stuff kept happening. Like, I can't even remember all of it just because it was so normal. Um, but like the next like creepiest thing that happened was our friend was like alone up in their room and we were all like home downstairs and they suddenly just heard this giant like thump and crash. And they were like, uh, okay. So then they came down to like get us cause they were terrified and they were like, Hey, I just heard a giant like thud in our attic. <laughs> so then we all like, got a knife cause we were terrified <laughs> and we like ran up and then we peeked in the closet and noticed that the attic like door in the ceiling was like a jar. <gasps> We did not know what to do at all. So we ended up just like running back downstairs and we all just like slept downstairs for the night. And the next morning we went up and it was still a jar. And there was like wrappers up there and like weird, like, like empty cans and like all this creepy stuff. And like at that point, I was like fully someone is like in our attic and we just didn't know what to do. And we didn't get, like, any closure about it because, like, we didn't know what to do. And that was, like, the last big thing that happened there. But the reason I think it's a ghost is because it, like, seemed to, like, follow one of my friends that lived there, but not, like, anyone else that lived there. Um, Because in their next house, they, like, ended up having, like, a ton of disturbances. Um, One of which was, like, they actually ended up, like, seeing ectoplasm. Whoa. Which, like, sounds really far-fetched. And, like, when I first heard it, I was like, what? But then they, like, told me all the details. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) cool. Uh, They were just in their basement. And they saw, like, dripping, like, liquid. And they were like, is there, like, a leak or something? And, like, they got up to look closer. And they saw this, like, shimmery, like, gooey, slimy liquid just, like, dripping from the ceiling. And then they like turned away and then looked and it was gone. Oh my gosh. That is so scary. Okay. I have so many questions and thoughts. Okay. What about the possibility that you had both a ghost and a squatter? Because (laughs) it, I mean, okay. So the tunnels you were saying were in the basement. Yes. That is a detail I totally forgot about. We ended up like going and checking the outside and like kind of like where the basement would be. And there was like a bunch of like boarded up stuff that was, so it seemed like it wasn't like, it was very sealed up. It was like fully like nailed shut. So there wasn't like any way. And we never saw anybody like, we like ended up getting like braver and like looking more in the attic and like, we didn't really see anything else. So like maybe at one point, like there had been someone like when the the lady who came and she said their names too. She said their name, like Mike and Quee. And that name is like always just like stuck with us. We just like joke about like, oh yeah, like our ghosts, like Mike, Mike and Quee, we love them. Oh my um, gosh. They were nice, like they didn't hurt us. So a dynamic duo. Although exactly. This, this okay. Although what? Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm just, <laughs> I know there's a lot to unpack. I just, here. I just malfunctioned a bit right there. But this lady, so she came to the house and was like, hey, I used to live here. But what was her? purpose of coming did she have a question did she just want to say hey there this is what happened when I lived here or like what was her yeah. purpose I guess like she just wanted to like ask my friend who was there I never like experienced this firsthand so like this one I'm like the least yeah up to date with the details but basically she was just like hey like have y'all had any like disturbances lately or just like have y'all had anything weird going on like 
if anything weird's going on, like that's what it is. Like these tricksters. Like they, I remember the word like trickster and like I I was so random. Imagine her because she knew about the entrance, like the tunnels, but she's yeah. the one who was living in your attic for well, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> using it like spirits as a cover, just like Yeah. Oh, yeah. that are <laughs> And wow. yeah, that house was wild. Like so much, so much, so much. Like I can't even. Wow. Well, how, we ended up getting like weird, out. like mushrooms growing in our basement, and that was like we have to move out. Like this is too yeah, much. Like, gosh. yeah, not good to be but, breathing in that air. Clearly, no, not at all. Wow. wow. Okay, this is so interesting. Like I keep thinking about when the attic was a jar when you guys all went with the knife up to yeah. it, but I just feel like if it actually were a person, it's not like this person is a is a mouse who can just squeeze into places and, and run through the whole frame of the house and escape. Exactly. Like, wouldn't you know? Unless wouldn't there were you... other tunnels within the house that you guys didn't know about. Right. Because, like, that's why I really feel like it was, like, a ghost or some kind of energy, something that, like, just was with the house. Yeah. But, like, a lot of us, like, a lot of, like, my friends, like, that I've told this story to were like, no, like... That is definitely just like someone was like going in your back door. Like you just need to be better about locking your door. Yeah. It is funny <laughs> how like we, in a, in this instance we much prefer a ghost. To exactly. The idea of like a human. Because someone that's living exactly like so how I like thought about it. It's like well, <laughs> at least it wasn't like a demon or just an actual human trying to kill us. Appreciate. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it is the spirit of someone who was a squatter, and that's why they're spending a lot of time in the tunnel attic. Yeah, area. I feel like at one point, like Mike and Quee were like real people who like snuck into this house. Probably. And they were, yeah, they got real comfortable. They lived twenty years of their lives with this family who never knew they were there, and yeah. they consider it to be home. Yeah, and I like it for them. Like, I'll live with y'all. Like, they were nice. Like, the orange juice thing was a little messed up, but like, other than that, yeah, that was an and accident. The- the ectoplasm yeah. happened in your roommates or your your friend's next house? Yes. Yeah. So that house was like in the same city. There was just like a lot of disturbances at that house. So that could have also been like spirits that were there. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, it really felt like the same kind of. Interesting. Like continuation. Wow. I've never seen that before. I, I, I kind of want to, but at the same time, I feel like it would be so scary because the fact that your friend saw it and then basically turned and then looked back and it was gone, I feel like it would be one of those weird things where I would, I would start to question my own trust right. in my eyes and what I saw. And I feel like it would just really get under my skin. Yeah. And like, that's something like just like liquid dripping. You're like, oh, it's like an old house, like a pipe burst or something. But then just like with all of the like sounds and bumps and like the cold spots that like went along with it. It's just like, "Mm, that might have been ectoplasm. (laughs) Wow. Well, hopefully the new place that you live in is not haunted. Yeah. That's like why I feel like it only followed my friend because like I have just had like nothing paranormal happen at all really for like the last like year and a half I've lived at this new place that's a victory you gotta knock on yeah, some wood exactly. here <laughs> I mean, what was you're that jinxing, you're jinxing yourself go knock on some oh, wood yeah. Or, yeah. or do something knocking <laughs> some wood <laughs> like you say it now and then something's oh gonna pop God. up exactly <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us Maisie yeah, thanks for having me. It's like I actually just found your podcast today. So it was oh, really oh exciting to be able to talk. Ah! It's really good. 
Wait, how did you find us? On just Spotify. I was just like deep diving the categories and I was like spooky stories. Wow. We're glad you found us. Thank you for coming to share your stories (laughs) with us. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day, y'all. You You too. too. Bye. Take care. Bye. So as much as I want a house and it is obviously a life goal of mine to purchase a house, I've never been more glad to live in an apartment right now that does not have a basement or an attic. Yeah. To to be honest, I live in a two-story building and it's four apartments and we're the top floor or like the second floor. And we, I often hear sounds like as if someone's walking above us, but there's no room. There's no, is is the roof right above you or is there the roof space? It's the roof. I mean, maybe there's space that I don't know of, but I don't know how anyone would get to it. I don't know. It's either a ghost, a heavy-footed squirrel, or a, a local parkour enthusiast. I also, this is such an old building that sometimes I'm like, is it just the sounds from my downstairs neighbor reverberating in a weird way through the walls? Because my downstairs neighbor can hear like our thunderstorm sounds that we play at night. Really? Oh, God, Sabrina, what else can they hear? <laughs> yeah, we don't ask questions here. <laughs> they get a live one-sided version of the podcast of the ghost stories yeah yeah exactly (laughs) oh my gosh well okay you guys before we leave for the evening which is very sad again we decided we're going to do a theme next week and that means we want your suggestions up in the chat any theme for next week throw it out there oh (laughs) diamond also, we see you, we hear you for everyone who's saying one more hour, one more hour. And I think Sabrina and I both would love to do a long version of this. And so just know we're planning we're thinking about it. We're thinking and you will be made aware when we're when we do. Oh my gosh, there's so many I know. Okay. Hospitals, theme parks, historical haunts, haunted workplaces, shadow people, demons. Friendly astral projection. Um, My goodness. Here's the thing. Normally there's like, everyone has, there's like three suggestions that come up and we're like, oh, everyone's voting for. This one has so many. This is like every single, I should screenshot this so that we can use this as like an episode guide. (laughs) We also want it to be like vague enough that, or broad enough that people, enough people will have stories about it. Let's see. Hmm. Ouija board stories are good. I know. Possession. I would be scared if a lot of people had possession stories. I know that would be really scary. Are people just throwing out variety of things just to keep us on here longer? Um, it, oh, Mexico is so. Uh, my mom and I were talking about it the other day, and we we're like, Mexico and the Philippines, we feel like are the two most haunted places in the world. And I stand by that still. <laughs> I do too. I believe that. Um, Scott said this is the long Minnesotan goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, workplaces. Is a good one because I feel like enough people have jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why we can't do more than an hour, you guys. (laughs) You guys are employed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. crying okay uh, <laughs> well, i mean we can do that allison said totally employed <laughs> we've got a few people here okay should we do workplace 
Yeah, let's do it. I feel like we can't not now. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next week, haunted workplace. Okay, let's school do counts. It. If, well, I guess if you work at a school, that will count. Or I feel like if you're a student, because when you, yeah, you know, complete job. your taxes, you say occupation student. So, <laughs> okay. However, you fill out your taxes is your job, and that is oh, your workplace. Gosh. All That's right. Our rule. I'm now in tears. Okay. Good tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. we will see you next week at yes. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern here on Spotify Green Room. Look for Campfire Stories. Obviously, you guys are here. You know how to do it. Um, yes. And you can also join from the web browser if you don't want to join from your phone as well. Yep. You can join and from um, Spotify itself now. We'll post that link every week on our Instagram if you want to remember remember how to use it too. Oh, and I made a calendar reminder for me next week to post on our social media the alien abduction sound audio that we referenced. So look there because we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, and just as a note, one more thing. And just another thing real quick before we go. Just keeping you For all our long Minnesota goodbye. But um, if you do join from the web browser or Spotify, you won't have access to the chat. So I don't know if that changes anyone's opinions. Well, I'm going to read what Caitlin said in the chat because I feel like uh, it is accurate for the way that we feel about everyone else. Always a pleasure. And we love you so much. Oh, we do. Love and you we will see you. See you. On the other side. Very spooky. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.